Do you have solo economic dependency? That is, if you aren't working, you aren't making money. The Art of Passive Income Podcast is the solution. Discover passive income models so you can enjoy life on your own terms. Let freedom ring. Hey, it's Mark Podolsky, The Land Geek, with your favorite niche real estate website, www.thelandgeek.com. And for this week's roundtable, I'm really excited to introduce the one, the only, the big papa, Tate Litchfield. Tate, how are you? Doing really, really well. Happy to how, be here today. How, how's that baby treating you? She's wonderful. That's great. That's great. Uh, Eric Jotnot Pro Peterson. Eric, how are you? I'm doing good. Happy to be here. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. David, shh, the Facebook whisperer, Benalis. David, how are you? Life is great, Mark. Awesome. Awesome. We can't forget the Zen master himself. And at the fire station, this is commitment. Mike, Zen master Zeno. Mike, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. And last but not least, the compassionate one, Scott Todd from landmoto.com, scotttodd.net, and of course, hostingdomination.com forward slash landgeek. This week's roundtable is sponsored by geekpay.io. Check it out. Get your first note free. That was an Eric Peterson's suggestion, by the way. So, Eric, I don't know if you've seen the new page, but everything you said to to do, we did. Geekpay.io. So let's just get into it, guys. we got a couple topics. The first topic is doing business in person. You get that phone call, hey, I want to buy the property, but let's meet face-to-face. Tate Litchfield, what do you do with these people? You know, this is a really good question, and I've it's something that everybody's going to face at some point in their business. And, you know, I always call these people and say, yeah, no problem. Well, here's, here's the thing. You live in Texas and I live in Nevada and I don't have a representative out in that area. So the only way for us to do business is over the internet, which is totally safe. It's totally secure. You know, when you make your payment, you're going to do it using, you know, your credit card preferably and, there's a paper trail. So I, I just try to build a little bit of trust and a little bit of confidence. And I show them that, Hey, you know, you don't worry about buying something off Amazon, right? You don't go pick it up in person. So why does it need to be any different when you're buying a piece of property from, from me? So I don't know, but I've done it both ways. I remember there was a time when Mark, you remember this, that lady we worked with and uh, she wanted to spend. That was a nightmare. How much did she want to spend with us? Hours hours we fired her twice yeah we told her we don't want your money we don't want your money and she kept trying to meet with us and finally it was just like i gotta i gotta block her phone number but it ended up being such a headache and it was like never again will i ever meet somebody in person to close a deal just not worth it not not definitely not worth it um you know i say that but when you know back in the early days i remember meeting somebody like at the local library and giving me like a wad of cash I, and and I, and I took it like, wait, Tate, you've got a similar story. Yeah. My first deal I ever did was in a, was in a parking lot and some guy gave, came up to me and gave me $5,000 cash and I gave him a signed notarized deed right then and there. And I came home and I remember I walked into the house to my wife and I was like, look at this. And I threw all this money in the air. It was so awesome. And then I realized how sketchy the whole situation had been. And, you know, it just so happened that he, he was local and the property was local, but I mean, I, I'm not trying to meet people. 
Yeah, yeah. Eric Peterson, what about what about you? Do you ever have that issue come up? Yeah, it does come up, and I think uh, Tate had some good comments there. I actually, my first deal as well, um, I did in person. Um, it just so worked out that way. Uh, we've talked about it before. Um, you know, when I started, I bought property in Tennessee. Not the best idea, but I did it. And uh, I found a, a local buyer here in the, the Nashville area, and we, we met at Starbucks. And the guy's like, um, can I pay you in precious metals? Um, so so he ended up making a down payment with uh, a couple of gold, gold coins and uh, some silver coins. And then uh, he wanted to put more money down um, and close through title. Um, so at when we went to title, he he brought more silver coins, as many as I was willing to accept at the time, and uh, paid the the rest uh, with a cashier's check or through the title company. But uh, but yeah, it was kind of an adventurous uh, first deal to take. That's crazy. That's crazy. How about you, David? That oh, that's so funny, Eric. <laughs> Man, <laughs> um, so I've never received a pig leg as deposit for a property. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Closing in person, um, I'm guilty. I've done it twice. Um, but now I don't need to. Like, once the confidence builds, you get over that. And you just, you become the authority. And recently on a deal of the week, um, I had someone uh, respond, um, if we meet in person, I'll consider it. And it just, you know, it, it just rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm the prize. You're not the prize. Yeah, I have the property. I have what you want. You know, you got to come to me. Um, but I do have a backup plan, right? So I have my photographer in my county, and I'm really good friends with her. And I've not had to do this, but if it ever comes down to it, and if it's a, there's a lot of meat on the bone, um, I'm I'm willing to ask her to go out to meet someone at the property. So that's my backup plan. I like it. I like it. I love that you're uh, you're flexible like a yogi, David Vidalis. <laughs> uh, Mike Zeno, what do you do? Jeez, in these kind of hard to follow. Cash in the parking lot, precious metals, and someone trying to ask me on a date. It's kind of it's hard to follow those three things. <laughs> but I think what's the what's the core essence why people want to meet us in person is trust, right? So accumulating trust or gaining trust from somebody that's a conversation, right? That's getting to know us. Uh, hearing how sincere we are. You can build rapport very quickly on the phone. Uh, if someone's insistent on meeting in person, um, you know, maybe the deal won't go down, but I've had people say that and then just repeatedly talking to them and assuring them that we're real and they can look us up online and that conversation carries, um, carries that. Yeah. I, yeah. I love it. Scott Todd, how about you? Well, I mean, I'll meet with anybody if they want to pay me. So, uh, like, you know, I've had people that tell me, like, well, I, you know, I only do business, you know, if I can meet you. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'm I'm in Florida. You can head on out and uh, let's meet. And they're like, but I'm not. And I'm like, well, if you want to meet, this is where I am. I'm, I don't come to you. And uh, I've had people, like, in Florida that, that, that have wanted to meet me for whatever reason. I met a guy at a, at a, a bonefish grill. Uh, and all he wanted to do is one, he kept asking me like, how do you buy property so cheap? And all I did was give him information back to the toolkit. Okay. Uh, then I had a, one guy that he, um, he, uh, you know, wanted to meet to do a cash deal. 
And so I met him at a Cracker Barrel and, and met, and it's, it does make you feel a little shady when you when you meet someone and they're giving you, you know, like cash or money order, and you're like, okay, here's your paper, and you're looking around like, man, this kind of looks awkward, but you get it done. But I always tell people like, you know, I can meet you. You know, if you want to come to Florida, I'm happy to meet with you, no problem. You know, I'll go have lunch with you or whatever. But you'll find that people start to back down off of that, and then they they just want to know more about you, or, or it's a stall tactic, right? Right, right. So the Matt Damon of the group just walked in, uh, Deputy Jeff Axton and Mike Zano are together. So we've got to give a shout out to, uh, to Jeff. Nice. Jeff Axton. Jeff, we miss what's you, man. going on? What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> so doing? if you guys don't know about Jeff, uh, he is one of the earliest, uh, early uh, Land Geek students. And then he mentored Mike. And uh, the two of them are like the, the, the Matt Damon, Ben Affleck of the group. And, uh, you know, to, to say that we, we miss you, Jeff, is an understatement. Oh, but I'm, I'm glad you're doing so well. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Everything's going well. Everything's going well. How's everything going with you guys? Very good. We're great. We're great. So, Jeff, you, you want to just weigh in on this? Do and deal with, a, with somebody in person. When's the last time like, you're like, hey, Jeff, I'll, I'll close this deal with you, this land deal, but let's meet in person. Oh, uh, yeah. I've, when's the, I've never done that. So, um, meeting a person, meeting someone, uh, how, do you, how do you get around it? So you don't have to. Oh, okay. A lot of times I just say, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm in new England and, and it's gonna be difficult for me to meet up by the land or where you are. So, um, uh, you know, we can, um, you can see me on my website. You can see, uh, you know, all the deals I've done and, you know, I'm a member of the better business bureau and, um, just kind of give them a background of, of who I am and, you know, listen, I'll, you know, however I'm going to make this deal work, I'm going to make it work. Do you need, uh, you know, do you need an attorney involved? I don't care. We'll, we'll make it happen. So um, that's kind of how I handle it. If, uh, you know, if someone says, hey, let's meet in person, and I'll be like, hey, I'd love to. You know, you want to meet me in Boston? Sure. You know, <laughs> no problems. Come on out, you know. Right, um, right. Unfortunately. So, right. so, so, Jeff, what's, what's the most recent best deal you've done? Uh, like you got to give us the update. I have, let's see, I, I, I have a couple deals I'm working right now, two 20-acre parcels that are subdividable, and I'm buying them for around 20 grand a piece, so they're, they're expensive, but, um, but each lot will go for about, I'd say between five and 10, and there's about 10 lots in each one, a minimum, so that's what I got rolling right now, so, and that's it, it's in a county, probably about two hours from a major city, um, rural you know, um, electricity nearby, uh, you know, small towns nearby, but, uh, beautiful mountain views, uh, just in your typical Southwest area. So right now I have those two deals going and then, uh, are you, are you going to 10 X that? So that's 20 grand in 200,000 out. We could. And that's, that's on the small side. That's the 10, 10. In fact, I'm bringing my buddy Michael in one of them. So, uh, I'm hoping that's, that's the plan. If you need any other buddies to help you. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, I'm pay, it's a payback from Mike. Mike Mike sent me over a good deal. It was like a 30-lot deal. And uh, was it 30 lots, Mike? Yeah, yeah, I think it was 30. Eight. Yeah, we made quite a bit. So um, payback time, I guess. I, I had to do it. I didn't have, <laughs> I, didn't have <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, well Jeff, great, great seeing you, man. Thanks for jumping yeah, on. Yeah, you too. You too. See you guys soon. All right. So. So next next subject is uh, an Eric Peterson subject. Eric, tell us about the tire kicker. 
All right. So, uh, so I've got this, this client, uh, I talked to him probably well over a year ago about various properties and he was showing, you know, all signs that he was pretty interested. And, um, you know, we had a number of conversations about the property and then he just kind of fell off the map and, uh, he stayed on my buyer's list ever since. And every now and then, um, I would hear from him in response to one of those deals. Um, but never nothing more than an email, but recently he started calling back again, uh, again, due to, um, buyer's list emails that he's getting. And, uh, I had a deal this, this past week that ended on Sunday. And, uh, we had been talking on the phone a couple of times over the past couple of weeks here. And he said, you know, I think I'll just take this one. It, it wasn't one of the ones we were talking about, but I was offering a deal on it. So I said, great, today's the last day. You know, there's a special price on this property. I'm going to send you the invoice. Just, just pay it and uh, we'll get you taken care of next week. And, uh, so I did all that and I hear back from him and he says, well, I'm traveling right now. And, um, you know, I didn't plan on buying anything. So, so I don't have any credit cards with me. And, uh, so I said, all right, you know, I kind of calling his bluff. Cause you know, at that point I think he's making up stories really. Um, so I said, you know, I, I can't honor that deal next week. Um, you know, today's the last day and you know, it's, it's clear in the email and he said, all right, you know, that's, that's fine. Um, so I haven't heard from him since. And I imagine I'll probably talk to him sometime this week. I, I, you know, sent him emails and, um, left him a voicemail, but, uh, we'll see where it goes. But, you know, I mean, he's just one of those guys that I just can't get him to pull the trigger. David Benalis, how would you handle that? My time is so precious, Mark, that I would just cut it right there. Uh, I would just say, look, if you ever want to do business, you got to put a $500 deposit just to even talk to me again. Okay, maybe I won't be that aggressive, but I will definitely draw a line in the sand. And just I'll even just tell them exactly, look, my time is valuable. Um, we've talked a lot already at this point. Um, you didn't have a credit card. Honestly, I don't know anyone who does not travel with their credit cards. Do you just not want to work with me? It's okay. I, my feelings won't be hurt. We'll go our separate ways. Oftentimes, people just you know make up excuses to get out of a deal. Like honesty is pretty rare nowadays. So if you give them an opportunity to be honest and just say you know hey I don't want to buy anything, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like that approach. Tate, what would you do? Yeah, I'm going to do something similar to David. I'm just going to say, listen, you know, this is how we work, and if you want to do business, well, we got to have. There has to be, you know, you have to have some skin in the game. So unless you're ready to put a down payment on, you know, I guess call me back when you are and I'll see if I can get you a good pricing because we've talked for so long, but until then, you know, best of luck. If I don't have what you're looking for, let me know. Maybe I can acquire it. If not, I hope you find what you're looking for and just part ways because yeah, I, I don't need to spend my day talking to people uh, who aren't going to buy anything. I've got enough people who want to buy stuff. So, and then, just keep emailing him because some people take years and years and years until they convert into buyers. So I wouldn't give up on him a hundred percent, but just keep touching bases with him via the, the buyer's list emails. Yeah. I mean, I, I live by the, the 10, 80, 10 rule. 
10% are going to be layups, right? They'll look at the ad, like, and they'll just pay it. Like, they won't even ask you a question. Like, just like, if every sale was that, like that, it, it would be ridiculously easy. The other 10% on the other end of the spectrum, no matter what you do, they're never going to buy, okay? Um, 80% are going to be somewhere in the middle. Uh, Scott, Todd, what, what are your thoughts on this? What, what do you do with the tire kicker? Uh, but, you know, basically, I, 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 I'm not going to spend a lot of time chasing them down. You know, like it, at some point, you, you know, I've made my best, my best uh, pitch to them. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to talk to them ever again. Uh, you know, I'm going to keep them on my list. I'm going to keep mailing them. There's going to be people that you don't do business with. And at some point, you know, like if, if the guy's taking up a lot of my time, I would say, hey, listen, I've got the perfect guy for you. Uh, you need to call uh, Simple Life Land and uh, take up his time. Because, <laughs> you know, frankly, uh, David, will, uh, David will talk your ear off and you'll love him. Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like the progressive insurance model where like go to my competition. Um, yeah. You know, we're not for we'll you. Price but, them out for you, right? Like, they're, yeah. uh, magically, they're cheaper than, than we will because we don't want your sorry driving record. Uh, but you can go to State Farm and we'll be happy to send them over there. And, uh, you know, D- David served some, some, some weird donuts too. So you, maybe you'll like those. <laughs> the the voodoo donuts. donuts. Oh, so good. Oh, so good. So, <laughs> so Eric, like, what's, what's the internal metric for you then that says, okay, this person went from prospect now to tire kicker. Like that's a tough thing to kind of gauge. It's almost like you have to have a spidey sense after a while. Yeah. I think over time you begin to get that feel, right? Um, so I, yeah, I guess it is kind of a, a spidey sense. If you will, it's, it's, you can just start to see when the signals aren't all there, you know, for example, they, they act like they're ready to go and you, give them the tools to make that next step. And, you know, there's a reason that pops up as to why they can't do that. Right. Um, or it could be something more subtle too. Um, but I think, uh, to me, I think the people that need multiple calls to, to kind of work through a deal to decide if they're going to buy a property are oftentimes the ones that aren't going to, take it any further than just talking about it. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, and this even goes to the first subject, which is, um, you know, doing business in person. Like I would say to the person who wants to do business in person with a tire kicker, look, we have a 90 day additional due diligence guarantee, right? Go out there. If you don't love the property for any reason, I'm going to refund you or make exchange it for property you do love, right? After 90 days, I have a 365 day exchange guarantee. Okay. Put it on a, put your down payment on a credit card. If I happen to be, you know, a totally terrible person, you can do a chargeback. You're completely protected working with me. I want to make this most transparent and best real estate transaction you've ever done. That being said, I'm getting the sense that, you know, you want this property, but there's a little part of you that doesn't want the property. You know, let's just spend the next three seconds and treat me like your brother-in-law right? What's, what is it? Okay. Just be honest with me. Uh, what, what really is it? And because I'm getting the spidey sense that there's something holding you back and I get it, but I do have other buyers that want this property and I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. So, you know, if this isn't for you, let's just say, just say, look, it's not for me and I'll keep, you know, on my buyer's list. Fair enough. You like that, Eric? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, that's good. Does that warrant a hashtag team Mark shirt? 
I'll think about it. Scott's like, no, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a non, non event mark. You're not getting one. The point is moot. Okay. Let's move on because this is a, uh, this is happening to one of our coaching clients, Bay. What do you do when buyers, buyers, not sellers, buyers are rude to you on the phone? Tate Litchfield, I know you have absolutely no, no stomach for, the, for rudeness, but how do you handle it so that you don't get like a bad review on like your Facebook page or, you know, you know well, in, in the Twitter sphere or whatever it is? I mean, I'll tell her, I told her, I, if somebody's mean to me, yelling at me, swearing at me, I hang up on them. I don't have any patience for that. You know, I, I don't need to sit there and be verbally abused to get your money. Sometimes it's not worth it to me. So I've hung up on people. I've told them, ma'am or sir, please don't speak to me that way. And that normally defuses the, the situation. But, um, you know, I try to make things right always. But sometimes people are just heated and they want to yell. And if they do, they can take it out on someone else because I'm not going to listen to them. I don't know. Maybe that's not the best advice, but I don't have time for that. Eric Peterson, you're such a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had people yell at me before on the phone. Uh, it's mostly been um, sellers, not buyers. But, uh, you know, I, I, will, um, I won't raise my voice to them. Uh, I will try to respond in a kind manner and, you know, try to diffuse the situation as, as much as possible. But um, I've never hung up on anybody. I've wanted to, but, um, you know, I, sometimes I just, uh, I guess I don't want to take that risk, uh, depending on the situation of, of hanging up on someone and potentially making them more upset with me. Um, so instead, you know, um, might take them a minute or two to say their thing and, and we can get on our way, you know? Um, but that's kind of how I handle it. Not only will I hang up on them, but I'll block their phone number. I don't need that in my life. David Benalis, how about you? Yeah, I'm very guarding of my time. I'm even more guarding of the energy I accept into my life. So I got no tolerance for rudeness. Um, I haven't received a buyer uh, an angry type yet, and hopefully I don't. But I have had neighbors get my neighbor letter and be pissed off. I have no idea why they would be mad that I'm trying to sell the property next to theirs. But that was the case. That's the only case that I've had. Scott Todd. Um, I, I've had buyers, you know, where, where we've messed up on something and they're they're upset, and you know, like it's it's hearing them out, it's, it's letting them vent. Uh, but at some point, you know, they get to the like. I had one lady that she was just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous, and it was like nonstop drama for days on end. And I'm like, look, you gotta you gotta get over it. It's it's okay. And what happened was we sold a property that she had her heart set on and apparently it was sold out from her. But what happened in her mind, it was sold out from her. But what happened was someone came in and put down a down payment where she, 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 uh, she wouldn't. So, you know, essentially she, she ranted and raved and, you know, we, we kind of gave her, um, 
you know, hey, look, this is why we ask you for the down payment very quickly. And she kept going on and on and on and on. And so I'm like, listen, I'm going to make it worth your while. You know, you, next time you go to buy a property, I'll give you a little bit of a discount. She kept going on and on and on. She had her husband calling me saying that she was a nervous wreck. She's in tears. And I'm like, okay, just call David. <laughs> and then Simplelifeland.com. That's it. It's just go there. there. <laughs> go there because I just can't deal with it anymore. Yeah, you know, you know what's funny is um, I, I think after reading that Jay Bear book, Hug Your Haters, um, I'm on like the completely probably too far on the end of the spectrum where I will hug the hater. So I'll do the whole feel, felt, found thing if it's my mistake. Like let's say, for example, yeah. I double deeded a property. They get that letter from the assessor saying, you don't own this property. It was, you know, Tate Litchfield, the big papa owns it, right? And I'll call them and say, look, I got the letter and I could only imagine how you feel that we've double sold your property. We took money and now you don't own the property. And, you know, dealing over the internet, I have felt the same way. Like, oh my gosh, I just got scammed. Um, but I have, but what we are going to do is, you know, fix this. So I'm either going to refund you or I have a, a similar lot that's right next door that is available and please let me make this right for you. But I can tell you by the end of the day, this will be made right for you. And I hug them, right? Now, initially, they can be very rude. Like, I can't believe this. You're a scam. You know, I'm going to report the BBB. I'm calling my attorney. I'm like, whoa, 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 I get it. And if I were in your shoes, I'd feel the same way, right? So um, I will put up with a little rudeness as long as they're not cursing at me, right? Um, when that happens, I'm like, look, you know, we're not going to be able to have a productive conversation. Um, and I get you're angry. Call me back. Take that deep breath and call me back and we'll talk about it and I'll fix it kind of thing. Um, so I don't know. Tate, do you think I'm being too nice? No, I mean, if it's your mistake, you got to fix it, right? That's, but I think what Bay is referring to is people don't like the pricing or they may not agree with the terms that she's offering. And so that's a different situation, right? Yeah. I mean, even in that situation, I, I might try to turn them around. I'd be like, look, I, I can understand why you feel that way. Um, I'd be curious why, you know, what, what do you think is a fair price? Um, and, and why you think that? So, uh, I don't know. okay, well, look, you know, um, I don't know. I, I think I've got a higher tolerance than most people for the, for the BS. Tate, you've got like no tolerance. David, you're like middle of the ground. Eric, you're probably more like me. You're such a nice guy. You're like you'll, you'll let him vent. Scott, such such a compassionate guy. I am. Yeah. So, you know, it just it just depends. But you know, if you haven't read Hug Your Haters, I think that could be my tip of the week. By the way, uh, it's it's a really good book. Like, you know, if, if they have a good argument, you want to you want to respond to it for marketing. Now, if the second one, like you respond twice and that's it, right? You don't keep going on and on. Um, kind of thing and, and protect your time like David Benalis. All right, guys. We're at that point, my favorite point of the podcast where we get to pick on Eric Peterson and ask everyone for their tip of the week. David Benalis, let's start with you. All right. All right. So preface this again. Um, this is the part of the podcast where these are just the extras, right? As long as you're mailing and marketing, you can listen to this section. If you're not mailing and marketing, just 
turn the podcast off right now or put it on mute so we still get the full play. Um, but now, here it goes. Um, last week, you heard me talk about getting my calendar under control. Um, I found a really nice little Google uh, app, not an extension, but a Google app called Clean Google Calendar. I keep this thing open. It's, uh, it's a much nicer user interface for your calendar, and I love it. I always keep it open on my desktop, and it keeps me on task. Oh, Clean Google Calendar. Okay. I'm going to check this out. Now, I don't, how is this different than Google Calendar? So in Google Calendar, you typically open it through the, uh, through the browser, and it has a, that big uh, wide menu on the left side. It's got a bunch of distraction stuff at the top. So what it does is shrinks the actual calendar, so you can't read the full event name and you know, full um, calendar type. So I like this because it, just, it takes up the entire window and you know, less distraction, easier to read, easier to know what the next call I have is. That is nice. All right. I, I, I'm on the Mac. I love Fantastical, but that costs a little money. This is free. It's free? I love it. I like All free. right. Eric Peterson, you want to take a pot shot at it? Nope. <laughs> I, I, I lobbed it up for you. No worries. Let's let Scott rip it. Scott? Scott? Any problems with clean Google Calendar? Well, I have to look at it, but I like the MeetingBird app, uh, MeetingBird.com. That's my preferred way of doing it. I just think it's uh, better, and it slides into Gmail where I spend time, and I can see my calendar on the right side. So that's why I think that mine is better. But if it works for David. Yeah, I like that. What was it Mi- MiniVert? No, MeetingBird. Effortless MeetingBird. scheduling right from Gmail. Okay. Is this free, Scott? No, this isn't free, though. I use it for free. I don't pay. Oh, standard. It is free. Look at that. Yeah. Ooh. All right. I love it. Tip of the week. All right. Great. Great. Uh, Tate Litchfield, what's your tip of the week? All right. I've got an app for us. It's called Habit Hub. It is a very simple app. Basically, you download it and you hit new habit. You type in what that habit might be. You know, so it might be um, post ads on Craigslist. You pick whether you want it to occur daily, weekly, and if you hit choose daily, you put the time frame in which you're going to do it. So you might say every day from 6.30 in the morning to 7.30 in the morning, I'm going to post on Craigslist. And if you don't do it, you can have it nag you until it's done. So you can have it you know, bug you X number of times and remind you X number of times that you still have to do this. So I think it's a really awesome app. It's great for building those new habits that are basically the foundation of our business. It's super simple. Anybody can use it. And um, yeah, I definitely think there's a place for it. I love it. I, I use streaks and then I have do. Yeah, do. Which, I, I like but, do a lot too. But this is a little different. I'm downloading it. It's cool. It's very, very simple and easy to use. I like do a lot, but um, this one, I was searching the app store for like habit building material. And uh, this came up and I was, I was intrigued. I like it. I like it. Um, Scott Todd, what's your tip of the week? And the only reason I'm having Eric go last is like just on the off chance that, you know, you could take his tip. Oh yeah. yeah. I I know what you're doing, Mark. You're, You're like setting the guy out. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. All right, all right, fine. Let's go to Eric. No, no, it's okay. It's no, okay. No, 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 no. No, his is good. His is good. I know it is. So you know it is. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's, you it's believe cool. in him. I believe in him. Right. See, that's what we have. That's you know what can I say? 
All right, yeah. Mark, um, I don't know that there's anybody here that would want to like kill trees. Maybe David, but I don't think that uh, anybody here would really, really <laughs> want to kill trees. Would you agree? I, I agree. Okay, look, so check out this website. Go to Forest App, Forest, like, you know, Forest Gump, forestapp.cc. It's, it's an app that you download for your phone. Wait, wait, Forest app. what? Forestapp.cc. Forestapp.cc. Okay, and yes, they have it for Android for that one person that has the Android. Um, and what happens is basically it's like your timer, but it's, it, you say like, okay, I'm going to focus for the next 30 minutes. And if you do it and you stay in that app and don't leave the app, well, then a tree is planted in your forest. But if you leave the app, then the imaginary tree is in fact killed in your forest. And so you want to stay in the app and you want to focus. Use this to mail and market and grow a forest. Like really? Like grow like a money tree system and on your phone, you can grow your own forest too. It's genius. All right. I'm, I just downloaded this. That's fantastic. They, they'll, they'll actually grow a real tree for you. Yeah, they will plant a real tree for you. They will plant it. It's $1.99. Bye. Oh, wait. I got to do my, I gotta do my ID. That works perfect with my tip, Scott. Boom. Yeah, see? That's that how we go. go. All right. That's the best two bucks I've spent today. Great tip. All right. Well, my tip of the week. Uh, notice how we have Eric really going last here. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Eric, what's your tip of the week? No, no. Yeah, I think Eric should go now. Go ahead, Eric. All right. So um, I've got a book. It's called Hug Your Haters. <laughs> it's a great book. I think it's a great book. I think it's great. Isn't it a good one? That's I think it is. It's the best tip of the week there is, man. Great but job. You know, no, yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay, Mark, what's your tip of the week this week? Uh, oh, my goodness. Come on, Eric. You're going <laughs> to oh, give us a tip. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. You want a tip? I'll give you another one. See, he's right. coming. He's giving. All right. So, um, he under promises and over delivers. That's what I love about him. So, you guys all know about fancy hands. Um, and I've actually never used fancy hands myself, but I did stumble across um, magic. Have you heard of magic? It's basically the, the same thing as fancy hands. However, um, they do billing a little bit differently. Um, they actually bill you by the minute. It's $35 an hour, but they break it down to the minute. So depending on what your tasks might be that you want to send to an assistant like this, like fancy hands, you get, I think, well, it depends on your plan, but you get a number of requests, right? And it's, it's for uh, 20 minutes each request. But so um, if you have smaller tasks that, that maybe aren't 20 minutes, um, magic might be a, another solution what, there. What's the uh, site? I think it's Get Magic. Okay, Get Magic. Get magic yeah, GetMagic.com. Scott, so. have you used these guys? No, I hadn't heard about them, but um, I do like their thing that says, bring me a Spider-Man costume by 3 p.m. I'm down for that. Like, I, <laughs> I deliver that. I, I want to do it just to see the Spider-Man costume come. I like that. I like book kayaking for two near for two near remote island. Yeah. That's a good idea. This is cool. 
Yeah. Chat and playing English, awesome assistance. Uh, simple pricing, 59 cents a minute. No minimum, no subscription fee. Wow. Gosh. So it's kind of pay as you go instead this is of really you know, good. buying blocks. You know what? I'm sold. Hashtag Eric Peterson. I think we're going to start picking on David from now on. It's all over. <laughs> Eric, Bring that's, it. Bring it. Get, getmagic.com is a drop the mic time. I think, I think it's time to, to really just go after David now. What do you guys think? Kate? <laughs> Bring, Bring it. Come on, guys. Yeah, it's, it's official. This was a... This was good. This was an Airtable moment. This is an Airtable moment. <laughs> uh, all, the Jot Not Pro has been erased from memory. Scott, now we can go, Mr. Magic, that's what we can call him. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's what we'll call him now. EricGetMagic.com. Peterson. That's a great tip. Scott? I told you he wouldn't let us down. I know. Hashtag Team Eric. And the <laughs> thing know. is, like, for those they of you listening to this not on video, they're yeah. wearing the same shirt today. Yeah, Eric and I are kind of wearing the same shirt. You know, we're we're modeling each other here, but it's, look, it's all good because uh, you know it's the it's the uh, we we might actually have to combine the teams, Team Scott, Team Eric, combine, and like that's an unstoppable like force, man. Like that's that's like you know <laughs> that's like that's that's like, that's like like when you know before like the Germanys were uh, yeah. separated. Like now it's like East and West Germany combined. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let everybody kind of figure out which one is East Germany in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, my tip of the week is how-to-fix-a-toilet.com. How-to-fix-a-toilet.com. This is a it, Google this is a uh, joke. This is not a joke. This is really a cool site. Boy, and if you want to learn how to do anything... How is this going to help me make my land business better? It, because it's going to allow you to save time. Fixing uh, toilets. With anything. So it's like, it's, it's basically so it's uh, how, to, how to do anything. Um, it's pretty cool. I can't even find it. What is it again? It's, it's top 100 how-tos worldwide. It's in the link. It's in the chat box. Yeah, it's in the chat box. Like, well, I feel sorry for the audience. It's got cooking. It's got love stuff. It's got grown-up stuff like how to write a check or get a passport. Um, you know, difficult queries. Prom. Wow. Uh, you know, health-related questions. So yeah, is it is it going to make your land business blow up? No, but it's look. I regave hug your haters. Man, you guys are rough. The silence is deafening. Crickets, crickets, it's crickets. I, I liked it. I thought it was kind of cool. Like, just it's a quick like. Oh, how do I do this? It's just you know, instead of Google, just go to how to fix toilet. Because they already kind of you know gone down to like the top one hundred how tos. Scott's I'm, like not having it. Isn't I'm that what SEO that. is for? <laughs> I don't know. I want to thank everybody for being on today's roundtable, <laughs> and. uh I want to thank the listeners. And look, the only way we're going to get the quality of roundtable guests like in Eric Peterson, EricGetMagic.com Peterson, is if you do us a little favor. you got to subscribe. you got to rate. you got to review the podcast. Send us a screenshot of the review to support AtlantGeek.com. We're going to send you the $97 passive income launch kit for free. We might even have Tate Litchfield call you personally and say thank you. No. <laughs> no. I'll call you. I'll call you. 
Just don't be rude to me because I'll hang just don't, You know what I haven't been rude to him. <laughs> like, I heard you on the round table and you're terrible. Um, I also want to just remind everybody today's podcast is sponsored by geekpay.io. And go ahead and register. Get your first note for free. Geekpay.io. Uh, Scott, are we good? Well, actually, you know what, Mark? This website that you have here, it might actually have some value for Tate. How to write a check. <laughs> See? Told All you. Right. I, Why do I need that? I got LG Pass. It can, it's integrated with Lob. I'm good to go. All right. We'll, we'll talk about next time. We got to go. Yeah. By the way, if you're struggling with your land of business, you know, schedule a call with us. Go to thelandgeek.com forward slash training. Learn more about flight school. Uh, September class, we got spots available. Uh, get on a call with Mike and David and learn more and see if flight school is right for you. I want to thank everybody. Guys, are we good? We're good, good Mark. All We're right. Good. One, two, three. Let, Let freedom, freedom ring. Thanks for listening to the Art of Passive Income podcast. Start your journey at www.thelandgate.com and www.scotttaub.net. Rate and review the podcast and email support at thelandgate.com. Your screenshot for a free passive income launch kit.